Welcome to Follow Fox, a journey through nature's wisdom. I'm your host, Fox. In March, spring flowers begin to poke out of the mud and snow. Among the planted crocuses and tulips, many wildflowers also show their colors. One such flower is the evening primrose. Evening primrose is native to eastern and central North America, but has been naturalized in a few other subtropical regions. However, it is considered invasive in some regions since it can grow very rapidly and spread. It can be found growing in fields, along roadsides, cultivated areas, and most places with disturbed soil. These flowers are not actually members of the rose family. Primrose is its own family. Other flowers in this family are cowslip, scarlet pimpernel, yellow loosestreif, and creeping jenny. These spirally rosettes are a delicate yellow color and open incredibly fast. The petals sport a nectar guide pattern that is invisible to the naked human eye. All parts of the plant are edible. The roots can be cooked like potatoes or eaten raw. They reportedly have a peppery flavor. It's best to eat the roots of younger plants. Before the plant is flowering, the leaves can be eaten raw. They can also be put into salads or boiled in soups. The flowering stems are often eaten fried, but they must be peeled first. The flower buds are versatile. They can be eaten raw, fried, pickled, or in soups. The flower petals themselves are light and sweet. The seeds are a surprisingly good source of protein. As always, when foraging for evening primrose, make sure you are able to positively identify the plant. Look for large yellow flowers made up of four petals in loose formation on a tall stem. It also has narrow lance-shaped leaves with red veins. Once you've identified your plant, make sure it's the appropriate season to harvest. And of course, never take more than what you need and never take all of what you find. Evening primrose is widely known for its medicinal uses. In particular, evening primrose oil is used by many for its medicinal and health benefits. Historically, the plant's leaves, roots, and seed pods could be applied topically for bruises, wounds, and other skin conditions. It contains a fatty substance called gamma-linolenic acid, or GLA, that reduces swelling. Apart from topically, the oil is often taken in capsules as a dietary supplement to help reduce inflammation caused by arthritis. It has also been used as a menstrual health supplement, as it apparently can ease the pain of premenstrual syndrome and breast tenderness associated with menstruation. Studies on evening primrose oil's health benefits are inconclusive, mostly since very few studies have been done. It can cause stomach upset when taken in capsule form, and the oil applied topically may cause a rash in some people. It also increases the risk of bleeding for people who use blood thinners. Goblin Come, a tale from Somerset. It was a sunny spring morning at Easter time, and a group of children went out to pick primroses. One little three-year-old girl wandered away by herself, distracted by all of the flowers she could gather from the banks in the ground and she followed her nose right down into Goblin Comb. Being so little, she didn't know any better, and she didn't know of the place's reputation. When the little one looked up and realized that nothing around her was familiar and she was lost, she burst into tears, 
and the tears ran down her little face and on to her pinafore. She put her big bunch of primroses down on a rock. As she sat down on the ground with her back against the rock and sobbed and sobbed, scared of being all alone, filling the air with her three-year-old's inconsolable grief. She didn't know about Goblin Comb, so she didn't know that the rock was an entrance to the fairy realm and that the primroses were a way in. The rock opened up, and there were all the little people rushing out to comfort her. They could see that she wasn't innocent and hadn't meant to disturb them. So they gave her a ball made of pure gold to play with, and danced and sang so that she quite forgot herself and started to smile, and then to chuckle, and then to laugh, and then to dance with them. The hours flew by full of curiosity and merriment. In time, though, not even the most determined three-year-old can stay awake. And so the fairies put the bunch of primroses back in her little sleeping fist and transported her home. Her parents found her sleeping soundly in bed late that afternoon, with the primroses and the golden ball beside her on the pillow. When the little one woke up and told her parents the story, it was the wonder of the village, and everyone talked about it for weeks. There was a ne'er-do-well in the village, the kind of man who told everyone how much he knew it all, and he fancied getting a hold of a golden ball or two. The more everyone else told him it was a bad idea and how dangerous goblin cum could be, the more he was determined to do it. So, he picked a bunch of primroses and went down to goblin cum. Although his way was blocked at times by fallen branches and holes in the ground and dark foreboding sounds coming from behind the banks. He was glad enough to get to the rock, after all he had seen and heard on the way down. And he still had his primroses, and he set them down on the rock. Well, it wasn't the right day, he wasn't the right one, and he didn't pick the right number of primroses. As soon as the flowers touched the rock, it opened up, and a black-clad arm reached out, picked him right up by the scruff of his neck, and dragged him inside. The rock closed with a crack. He was never seen again. In a lot of European and Slavic folklore, primroses are seen as keys. When they bloom, spring is unlocked, and the door to a new season opens. Primrose, being associated with spring, represents innocence and purity. In Irish folktales, primroses can either be used to keep fairies at bay, or to invite fairies to come to you. It depends on the fairy. Fairies can be fickle, to say the least, as shown in the previous story. Primroses make for a beautiful addition to any flower bed. They are perennials, meaning that they will return for several seasons. They grow best in lightly shaded areas and require well-drained soil. Be sure to water them thoroughly throughout the summer, but let off once fall approaches. Also be aware that pests, like slugs and snails, are attracted to primrose. If you would like to hear more episodes of Follow Fox, you can find them at anchor.fm slash followfox, which is all one word. Please consider clicking the support button on the Anchor page. I'm also on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you have any questions or topic requests, you can email me at followfoxcast at gmail.com. That's all one word as well. Again, all one word, followfoxcast.com at gmail.com. The Follow Fox logo is by V. Wegman. I release new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month, so you will hear from me again on April 6th. You've been listening to Follow Fox.
I'm Fox. Thanks for following.